What up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, folks? Welcome to episode 52 of the Spun Today podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Thank you in advance for listening. It is currently 7 a.m., and I'm recording the intro and outro to a podcast uh, conversation that I recorded previously. And I'm a couple cups of coffee in. And still not fully awake. So if I sound like shit, I apologize, but... I'll try to make the intro and outro fairly quick. I uh, just got a couple things to cover. So, first off, what this episode is about. In this episode, I speak with my wife about our recent wedding. We discuss what it's like to get married at City Hall in New York. And how we threw a reception that we were very pleased with on a reasonable reasonable budget. If you're thinking of walking the plank soon, listen in on this episode and see if you can take some gems from our experience to make yours that much better. But before we get to the conversation, there's uh, a few things, a couple things that I, I just want to mention. And the first is, remember that bird by bird episode that I did uh, when I uh, went over some excerpts from Bird by Bird by Anne Lamont and some free writing that I did associated with it. It's one of the recent free writing episodes. There was one thing that after the episode, I was like, fuck, I didn't I didn't remember to, to mention this, which is something that I, sh- I feel I should have. So I'm just going to mention it now. Those of you that listen uh, regularly, uh, it'll make sense, I guess, but whatever. It's a standalone type of thing. The uh, book Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott, for those that don't know, is uh, about writing and creativity. And the I, I've heard that book recommended several times, and I finally finally read it, and it was great. Really enjoyed it, so check it out if if you're into that type of thing. But one thing that was always a question to me before reading the book was the title, Bird by Bird. Um, you know, because writing books are, are like the titles kind of sort of make sense. Like uh, The War of Art by uh, uh, Stephen Pressfield or On Writing uh, by uh, Stephen King. It's a bit on the nose. But Bird by Bird, like, didn't. I was like, what is that? Like, what the fuck is that about? Like, how does that uh, equate? And after reading the book, I know now where she got the title. And it's a pretty cool story. Uh, Anne Lamott speaks about a, I believe it was a a summer that she went with her family on a little vacation. And uh, it was a summer or a long weekend or something like that. And, um... Her little brother had a project to do on birds, like a book report type of thing on birds. And he was super frustrated and had a whole bunch to do in a little bit of time. And, um, you know, being a little kid, you know, just wants to enjoy the summer or the weekend or whatever it was and, and play and go outside and like stuff like that. And he was super frustrated, didn't know where to start. He was overwhelmed, like uh, like we all get sometimes when we have a, a ton of shit to do. 
and she says that she remembers her father going over to him <clears throat> and uh sitting down asking him what the project was about and he told him that he has to write a project of like a dozen different birds and and write you know something on each of them and uh, he doesn't know where to start etc cetera, etc cetera. and the father uh gave him the advice sat down with him and gave him the advice of just go bird by bird buddy bird by bird and that's where she got the title for her book which is pretty cool because that's something that definitely applies to writing when um uh at least for me and i you know many other writers that, that i listen to or, or have read um there comes a point where you get either writer's block or you just feel overwhelmed and in terms of tackling like a a novel you know fifty thousand word project or something like that if you if you give yourself a, a writing limit and just in life in general um we get overwhelmed from time to time and that is a very practical uh approach which even like in my in my you know nine to five day job type of thing i find myself telling giving myself similar advice when i have you know this project due and and that thing to work on by by 11 a.m and there's something else that's due by 11 30 and then something else by 3 p.m they're having started but normally i would have started it by now and blah 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 and then it's like you, you're thinking about whole, a whole bunch of shit but not really doing anything and i tend to just give myself the, that same type of advice and say all right let me just grab this and start working on this and then once you start on one thing like things naturally just start to like flow you know what i mean and you're actually doing something and um which helps the situation so i just thought that was pretty cool and it's something that since i always wondered what the hell bird by bird meant and when i i heard that story uh within her book uh it resonated with me and uh just wanted to share with you folks now speaking of writing um there i don't know if you guys remember there was it feels now like fucking six months ago but i know it was less than that but a few podcasts ago i did a uh, an episode where i read for you guys my first draft which people normally don't share because they're usually absolute shit and of a short story that i was working on um and i you know told you guys where it came from etc cetera, etc cetera. That was a few podcasts ago, and I realized that I haven't given you guys an update on that. Um, I'm actually, like most of my shit that I, I can't, I have trouble like honing in. Um, most of the stuff that I write, they tend to go long. And a uh, real problem that I have with, with, with writing that I actively try to to tackle and work on it and try to use different different techniques and tactics that, that I pick up on from different writers is starting something and not finishing it. So I have, for example, this one story rickshaw, which is a, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the title, but it's a working title. And that's the story that I started when I was in India. I don't know if you guys remember, which was like last September, last September. Yeah. And that had that one from a short story to I'm pretty sure it's going to be like my first novel unless I have some sort of 
epiphanatic, if that's even a word, idea that just draws me in and makes me uh, just focus on, on something else. But that is probably going to be my first novel and or novella. Uh, and um, it started as a short story. This other one that I read for you guys uh, recently is uh, that I read the uh, first draft for is still in process. I am trying to force myself to, because it went longer than expected, I'm trying to force myself to make it into a short story. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to. I feel like I am on like the later end of the middle <clears throat> and um, just need to like hone in the second act and, and, and write a third. And I am currently, just to give you guys a word count, I have a Scrivener open right here. I'm at 4,292 words. And um, yeah, just wanted to give you guys a, a status update on that. So hopefully within the next couple episodes, I will be uh, sharing it with you guys again in the audiobook format that I normally do with uh, the short stories that I write, which if you're interested in any other ones, you can look listen to the backlog of the Spun Today podcast episodes. There's a um, short story podcasts uh, in the form of audiobooks. And if you just want to read them, you can go to spuntoday.com forward slash short stories. Two last things before we get to the episode. There is no writer more there's no writer that i highlight more when i read their books than stephen pressfield and here's an excerpt from his new book uh titled nobody wants to read your shit um here's why and what to do about it and um it's about good writing and it's just a just a sentence that that resonated with me that i wanted to share with you guys he says and again this is regarding <clears throat> When you read uh, good writing, fuck my throat's like fucked up. It's too early. Um. All right, here we go. The tale moves us. It satisfies us emotionally. We come to its end feeling like we've just had a meal of steak and potatoes. And that's it. I thought it was a cool line. <laughs> and it it made sense to me. I connected that line to to uh ernest klein's book uh ready player one uh which was the first fiction uh book that i've read in a long time and i normally don't read fiction and i really felt that satisfied at the end of it like it was just ended uh i know i spoke about this in the past on the podcast but it just ended exactly how that story should have ended and and not in a cheesy I ex that's how i expected it type of way but just like in a I haven't, I've, I don't think I've ever been that satisfied reading anything, um, when I came to the end of it and it's dope that, uh, Stephen Pressfield wrote this in his recent book, which again, I'll read it again. Cause it's a quick sentence. The tale moves us. It satisfies us emotionally. We come to its end feeling like we've just had a meal of steak and potatoes. And the last thing, the like I said, this this podcast is a conversation that I had with my now wife, <clears throat> and um, uh, regarding our experience with getting married, and afterwards there there was a couple things that we should have mentioned that we didn't, and I just want to mention it quickly here in the intro, 
and it's regarding um you know other costs uh, that you don't really necessarily expect um not that it's anything like crazy like oh my god i never even heard of that but just things that 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 might not cross your mind so i just want to mention them quickly here and uh the first thing is a bouquet um which the my fiance made her own my fiance my wife now made her own bouquet which i 1000 percent recommend anyone and everyone do she has zero experience with anything like that with flowers or creating bouquets or anything like that it's not like she used to work at a florist or something like that but i literally and i'm not just saying this because she did it or anything like that but she i i've seen professional bouquets a few of them i've been to a few weddings and there's literally zero difference between the one that she made and a professional one um and what she did was uh we in i saw with her a few uh youtube videos and we found out like what was needed to make one and you need roses um or whatever you're gonna make your bouquet out of um she chose roses which obviously you have to pay for the flowers and it's expensive if you go uh go with roses in terms of you know like flowers and shit um and uh but all you need is roses you need something called uh floral tape which is like this green tape that ties that like sticks to itself and it's what you tie around the stem to like give it that like tight knit looking you know that tight feel um and like make them like all stick together and you need a ribbon which is you know just what makes it look nice which you just wrap around the the stem above the floral tape and you need straight uh sewing pins which you use to pin the ribbon into the stem and you know uh just keep that in place and that's it and it literally came out super professional perfect like dopest bouquet that 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 we saw that day in city hall when a bunch of people have like fake ones and stuff like that if that's what you're into whatever i'm pretty sure that'll probably be cheaper if you get like a plastic little bouquet but for any chicks that are into um like flowers and stuff like that want a nice bouquet you can do this shit yourself look at youtube and you will not be let down and it's super easy to do she did it her first shot her first time and did it absolutely perfectly other costs are uh wedding bands um you know it's kind of like a no-brainer you need wedding bands but it's something that that uh could slip your mind i guess and everybody has their own like taste and preference and 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 stuff like that um uh, most people um you know most most girls have like the traditional you know, like gold with diamonds and like stuff like that uh type of bands and uh so those are, are a bit pricey but definitely go like if you're in new york go to the diamond district and walk around and get prices and go to the store next door and they, they all just want to make a sale and they have huge margins so uh go to the store next door tell them yo the guy next door wants to sell me that ring for you know and tell him like 100 bucks less than whatever he told you and um let him give you a better price and then walk out on him and you know keep doing that until you find the price that you're comfortable with and um 
what else? Uh, but for for me, I got a, a tungsten carbide, car carbide or carbine is the name of the material. A uh, ring. It's like a black matte color ring, and uh, I'm really happy with it. It's it's more like my style and personality or whatever, and um, uh, the cost is phenomenal. I think retail, like if you, oh, by the way, like to do research on like rings and shit like that, go to Blue Nile, uh, B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. And you can do research on engagement rings, wedding bands, uh, you know, diamonds to, to learn about like the different cuts and like a whole bunch of shit, uh, like that type of stuff. Do your research there and get the true like retail value from there. And then you know what you're working with. You know what deal uh, how good of a deal you're getting when you go shop elsewhere in person. So the cost of that uh, exact ring that I got, the Comfort Fit uh, tungsten ring, which tungsten, by the way, is a material that is, it's strong, it's durable, it's stronger than both silver and gold. It doesn't bend. Um, it's not that, that you know, there's a, a misnomer with them, um, with rings uh, like that. I think it's more the... Um, titanium rings that supposedly you can't break them and if you get into an accident then they're gonna have to chop your finger off or something like that which first off if i get into an accident that bad where they have to chop my finger off i think i'm you know i have bigger concerns than my finger but um also with the tungsten ring it's bullshit that's not true they it's they can't shatter it they have a machine to shatter it um they just can't like cut it with like snippers or clippers or something like that they have to put a like a pressure thing on it like a the picture uh like a vice or something like that and they squeeze it and then it, it shatters into like a billion pieces um but you know you, you never have to polish it it doesn't scratch up and it's it's um it's really inexpensive and you uh for example the retail value of it the true retail value of it is like 180 bucks uh for the ring and you can get the same exact ring there's a bunch of my coworker actually gave me this idea um there's a bunch of uh jewelers that sell like their overstock stuff like on ebay and amazon and stuff like that and you know like they have their jewelry stores like posted on there and stuff like that it's like the online jewelry store for the jewelry store and they sell steep discounts on uh, this other shit so i wound up getting my ring for like 18 bucks or something like that one eight and um it's dope and um my coworker uh lost his like a few weeks after and just bought another one you know what i mean so it's something that's really really uh versatile and and uh, uh cost somewhere where you can uh have a big cost savings um if you if you want to if you if you like them and what else and the last thing that we didn't mention well actually we did mention like souvenirs uh, and stuff like that we mentioned it in the episode I, we got um these like to give our guests uh something to take back and it was fairly inexpensive was uh custom m&ms uh, which came out really nice and we spoke about that in the episode but yeah i think that's it i think that's everything that we didn't mention uh during the episode so uh here you go guys enjoy And welcome the lovely Nia, ladies and gentlemen. Who? Nia. Mia. Bill Burr's wife. That's what he says when, whenever she goes on. That's a good entrance. <laughs> okay, speak again. Let me see. Hello, hello, hello. 
Get it a little closer or speak louder. I can right. speak louder like that. Yeah, that's good. All right, so we're married. What up, what up, what up? That's when I do the intro. <laughs> oh, what is this? This is just the conversation. Just rant? I do the intro and outro after. Uh, you don't know if you listen to your husband's podcast, but... Um, so you're married. Uh-huh. And this is our wedding episode to talk about getting married and what that experience was like. Yep. Where to start? Okay, so... Well, first off, for anyone thinking that it's like a big, huge hoopla type wedding, it wasn't. Um, So if that's what you're listening in for, don't waste your time. But it was, in my opinion, a very tasteful, elegant, um, classy type of wedding. And I'm happy that we did it the way we did. Not just financially, but aesthetically like the way it came out like i'm really happy with it and me i'm like i'm like a a chick when it comes to like weddings and stuff like that because i've always like when i was little or whatever like i always wanted like a big huge wedding but and i didn't i didn't want that i wanted something simple small intimate a few people until my sister's wedding yeah which was awesome which was a big wedding, mm-hmm. a destination wedding. So that made me like want the big wedding. True. But because it was nice. Yeah, yeah. Because some destinations could go like bad or whatever, but that one was definitely an awesome wedding. And what was I gonna say? Mm. But then thinking about it. I don't know why, like nothing about my personality says that I would want a big wedding because I don't like people. I don't like being the center of attention and I don't like parties or anything like that. So it's like, that's what a big wedding is. You know what I mean? Like you're the center of attention. It's a shitload of people and all eyes are on you type of thing. Um, so I don't know why, why I even we, wanted that. No. And why each of us wanted like the opposite of what we are <laughs> because yeah. i don't mind attention yeah. i don't mind people and i want it like something small intimate that's true that's weird so i guess everybody wants something different yeah but then like i said I'm, I'm glad we did something small and very intimate and it came out really dope and um first let's see so we're, we're gonna recap the day like what it's like whatever so anybody looking to get married or anything like that and and want to get like a behind the scenes view at like what this type of wedding would be like um might benefit from this and first off uh something that came out really cool that i like that we did and we got the idea from julian because we did it for their wedding was the pre-wedding pictures um mm-hmm. we like it's something that comes out really all all you need is like a dope um i guess like location like for we went to bot- uh, botanical gardens with them and for us too we went to different bo- botanical gardens 
to do hours so you know you need like a nice looking like setting like in the background type of shit you know flowers greenery and like stuff like that and a decent camera and so you just need a park <laughs> yeah or a park like anything like that and somebody will you don't have to pay a photographer or professional and shit like that if you, as long as you have a decent camera the camera does in my opinion and i'm not like a you know you guys know i like taking pictures of stuff and stuff like that i have it on the website spuntoday.com forward slash photography if anybody wants to check any out um but i'm no professional photographer you know what i mean but in my opinion the camera does like 85 percent of the work for you anyway um so you, as long like as my you sister have, said you just hit the button yeah <laughs> <laughs> um you could get like there's d- degrees of good or degrees of grade or whatever but you know with a decent camera like everything's gonna come up fine more than fine like good but nowadays even with your phone yeah like sometimes they have decent cameras yeah that's true too you you could do that type of thing so. with your phone i'm just thinking in the sense of like with the but if you want something like more if professional you want, looking yeah a little bit more a little bit more and it comes into play more when you you're thinking of like printing pictures and like blowing them up like to bigger sizes that's where like the high resolution uh good cameras like come into play because you can actually blow them up and you're not going to lose like the quality of it it's not going to look like that grainy type of cell phone picture when you like expand them um but yeah so we did that so i definitely recommend somebody doing that just find uh, uh somebody willing to take pictures of you you don't have to pay anybody to do so and you go to a place like botanical gardens and just yeah. to you know spend half a day there and just walk around take pictures you know Have sitting ideas down of poses because then you get really tired and you don't know what faces to make or what to yeah do. So just have ideas. And it's a fun experience and you could google you know wedding pictures or whatever like we found. Like we took two like chalkboards. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like cute stuff in it and we took pictures and I think those were the like one of the best ones that we took. Yeah, definitely. Like you write stuff on it like we're getting married or he loves me and we we did one with like the date of the wedding and like stuff like that. And it's cool and they came out really dope. Um, thank you to Julian Harvey for you know uh, going out with us and and willing to do that. And it was really hot that day. Hell yeah, it was mad hot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was cool. Yeah, so that's the pre-wedding stuff, right? And you have to decide. I think the first thing is decide where you want it. Like, well, no, that's uh, yeah, that's the first thing after you know, but that's that's like wedding stuff. The wed- pre-wedding pictures. No, yeah, I mean, ideally you're going to decide stuff way in advance, you know, plan as as much as possible, I think, so this way you, you at least know what you're getting, and you can't get let down based on, you know, oh, I forgot to, you know, prepare for this, I forgot to do that. You can't get let down for shit that you could control ahead of time. Um, things going bad the day of that you can't, that's out of your control, you know, that's out, out of your control, but, um, you know, the... You live by that rule. Yeah, I over prepare for everything, and um, or try to anyway. Uh, but I mean, in terms of like pre-wedding stuff, that's something cool that people could do before a wedding. Now, in terms of the actual wedding thing, we um were driven mainly by uh by the time we were making the decisions, it was like a financial decision. It was like either blow all our savings on a huge wedding or you know save that money and do something nice and intimate that we can be happy with 
and you know continue saving that money for for other purposes and that's what we decided to to do um so at that point you know start with your budget what your budget is so this way right off the bat you but, cut you, you know, cut off the bullshit wedding doesn't mean that you're blowing <laughs> your money away anyways it all depends on what you want if you want something big it doesn't matter if you're gonna spend a lot of money it's just that no yeah if that's what, what you, you want. want whatever you decide that you want yeah something big or whatever you could do because sometimes you can't really do a big wedding yeah definitely you know or no sure i mean yeah i'm, I'm just speaking from like my perspective or point of view in terms of of that but yeah if anybody that if wants it, yeah by all you means do it and go ahead if i had it we would have fucking flew out to rome or some shit mm. um so then i would say start with the budget and like a definite budget and i usually go with like i don't know if you consider like a saying or a mantra or some shit like that but or a dogma but like under promise and over deliver so if your budget is five thousand bucks or four thousand bucks then think three thousand bucks you know work with three thousand because every you know things are always going to be like a little bit more than what you expected mm-hmm. and on you know unexpected costs are going to come up which will we can go over here just so you know certain things that people might not be factoring in or thinking about um and you know so definitely start with the budget and don't you know don't max it out at everything that you possibly can afford do like a thousand less and work with that like make everything work under that because you could literally do a, a wedding for fucking 500 bucks probably you know if you wanted to um <laughs> you could <laughs> you could you just need to just go get married and that's it and go you're like you and your and you could do spouse you, you to get a shitload of you know what have been go dope? To dinner and that's it mm. not even the because then you, you're paying About 500 dollars. You, you're paying like restaurant and like stuff like that do it in your house order a shitload <laughs> of fucking chinese food pizza really? fucking like all your favorite types of foods ice creams and like stuff like that and invite mad people over and just have fucking have fun have a party yeah play bingo yeah whatever you're into (laughs) and but yeah definitely start with that undercut the budget and then start looking for so for us it was we were gonna do a dinner and we oh no wait then it's the guest list because then the guest list factors into where you can actually have the the wedding or whatever right mm-hmm. um because if you're gonna have 10 people you can't do it at you know a restaurant that takes a minimum of you know 15 people for like a private party or something like that yeah. or like in our case we had like a certain number in our heads yeah so we had with the immediate family yeah to us it was you know immediate family because you could always once you start adding oh let me invite this on then it's like all right this on with this on comes attached cousin. that cousin and with that cousin comes attached uh, so their yeah. significant so other. So you're going to have to hurt a lot of people's feelings in a way because or, you know. Which at the end of the day, everybody understood, at least on my side. Everybody yeah, was like, was you know, good, that's the best thing. Still, you, know, you know, I'm happy for you, blah, blah, blah. And, yo, at the end of the day, you know, weddings, I think, are becoming like, 
a burden a burden for people people don't want to go because they have to spend a lot of money too no. like they have to give you a gift they're they probably like to oh buy yes something to wear exactly i mean even though they want to share that experience with you sometimes it's like uh do i really want to exactly <laughs> and yeah as far as i'm concerned and and another reason why i i'm happy that we did it this way is because i didn't have like third cousins that i only see you know a few times a year at funerals or some shit and you know next door neighbors and like stuff like that at the wedding you know what i mean it was like the very small immediate group of people that i fuck with on a normal basis and who else do you want like why do you want like all those extra people that you, you not that you don't like them or you you have like anything against them or any animosity and stuff like that but it's like not the people that i normally have around me you know what i mean so i on I that special day i yeah. want the people that i normally have around me to partake I in guess it. it's a good excuse <laughs> to only have the immediate family if you want to do something intimate you could use that yeah it, it, well, um, it's an intimate thing <laughs> yeah everybody understands you that know? or so. anybody i spoke with understood it um but yeah, you're obviously that that is something that you're opening yourself up to. You know, people saying, "Oh, why didn't you invite me? Where's my invitation and stuff like that." Because I, I did get some comments like that, like joking around, and then you just say that, "Oh, you know, we're just doing something small, something intimate. We're just gonna do the city hall thing, and then you know, a small dinner with the family." Blah blah blah. Um. So once you have your guest list, you then start looking for places and start pricing. So the way we did it is, uh, I started looking for uh restaurants we didn't just want to do it like in a restaurant restaurant like you know walk in give me a table for 15 type of thing we wanted something uh a separate space something private yeah so i started looking up uh restaurants well the type of restaurant first so we wanted italian food and because my new wife is very picky and doesn't eat anything but platanos and italian food Platanos and pizza. <laughs> and uh, so if it's not Dominican or, or Italian, she doesn't need it. Yeah, I wanted something Dominican first. Which oh. then, after half a second of thought, it's like there's no... There's no nice Dominican. <laughs> yeah, there's no like fancy quote-unquote uh-huh. like wedding-type Dominican restaurants. Um, good Which food, but... I, I'm sure you could find, but... Yeah, but I don't know. We, were, you know, we wanted to go out of... Uh, the Italian. Yeah, if anybody knows of any, definitely let us know. But I would think Tony. I'm sure there's nice Dominican. In the Heights or something, which then defeats the purpose. It could be like Emerald City in the Heights is still fucking <laughs> you horrible. You to the place. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So then we looked for Italian restaurants that have private rooms, and you know that narrowed down the list, obviously. Used Yelp, I think, and Google, and like a combination of it, and read different reviews and stuff like that. And then I wrote out a generic email uh, to contact people, and because uh, I wanted to get their pricing first, like that's that was my first thing. I did it far enough in advance that I didn't have to call and deal with people on the phone and speak to them and give them my information. I have them call me and follow up with me and blah blah blah. It was like I shoot out an email. If I don't like what you have to say back, then you know there's no connection. I don't have to worry about them calling me and like stuff like that again i don't like dealing with people so i try to minimize that as much as possible and get everything that i need so i shout out uh, a bunch of emails to, to a few places not even that many i think probably like four or five places 
by the time we we picked maybe five or six places mm-hmm. and one of the places was palma palma nyc in the west village in the city uh, here in new york and it was a restaurant that we went to for our anniversary about it uh it was last january last year mm-hmm. in january or this year 2016 january um and i found out that they have a private room like we went to a restaurant it was probably like one of the nicest restaurants in terms of uh decor and aesthetics and stuff like that like you feel and the employees are it's like antique waiters are really nice and yeah the staff was like amazing and like really cool like we actually we asked and what the employees yeah. it's not a factory <laughs> And um, we actually asked to see if we could get like one of the the waiter that 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 served us. When Russell we went. Brand, aka <laughs> Russell Brand. Jo- what is it, Jordy? Jory? Jordy. Jory. And we 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 told the like coordinator lady um, if we could get the waiter that looks like Russell Brand, and she was like, "Oh, that's Jory or whatever." <laughs> um, but he wasn't like available for that day or whatever. Russell Brand, but a woman. Yeah, that's it's the West Village, so everybody's gay there. <laughs> um and but yeah super hospitable uh very very like you feel comfortable when you're there it's like a cool vibe and it's so beautiful like the restaurant was really nice it had lights uh, they have like an open rooftop yeah like one of those like retractable see-through roofs um so nice just like plants and all the shitload of flowers and crazy flowers, flowers that you never natural. see. Yeah, real flowers. <laughs> like, like real. that look fake. They look fake as fuck. And that's how, like, nice they are. And yeah. But they're real. And they're, they're huge, like, all around. Really pretty. And candles. And I just couldn't believe so many flowers. Yeah. That, the, Google it, guys. Uh, Palma, P-A-L-M-A, N-Y-C. And just, or just look at, like, the pictures on Yelp. And you'll see, like, a shitload of pictures. And it's, like very rustic and antique italian, italian looking yeah. um, you feel like you're in italy yeah even <laughs> though never, even though we've never been to italy it felt like we were there <laughs> we felt like we were there so at least it you know it fooled us yeah so then um and then when we went for our anniversary we were split on the food like the food was some some uh like the appetizer i think wasn't all that right no the appetizer was okay but it didn't blow my mind and And you didn't like the main course the main course i didn't like it and i liked mine so it was like we were kind of like 50 50 but take the place and the people but i didn't love the food so i was really split but again take soyla's opinion of food with a grain of salt because she's a super picky eater (laughs) and doesn't like anything you know i'm picky so but yeah if you are too then whatever um <laughs> then, uh, so that was kind of like the but I'm picky, but that was like simple ravioli, like yeah, but I don't it was know. still like weird. But the drink was really good. Oh I, yeah, that was like the best drink I've ever had in my life. So it was like, what do I do? And I always drink whiskey, so <laughs> and I and I tried a a couple whiskeys that day. Cause I I wanted I've been wanting to try the there's a whiskey i forget the name of it but it's a japanese whiskey that won whiskey of the year in 2015 or and in 2014 it was like two different japanese ones back to back or some shit like that and i tried one of those and it wasn't all that it wasn't crazy about it um 
but it was cool that they had it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, so we were split. So every like aesthetically it was like yeah, this is a spot, but the food was kind of like a coin okay. toss. Yeah. And you know, at a wedding, you want the food to be the shit. You know. Um, but we loved everything else so much that uh, we decided to. Like fuck it. To really consider <laughs> it. it. No, because we were still. Yeah, we were still. We weren't sold on it until we went. And then, what were we doing in the city that day? We had a day off from work. We went to the city. We had for, nothing to do. Oh no, we went to get your the wedding bands. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. And you had to keep it close, but we went to get the wedding bands one day in the city, and then we ate. And we ate at that diner from Comedians and Cars that we saw the night before. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go try that sandwich because it looked mad good, which was banging. And yeah, but I didn't like But it was a $20 sandwich. I didn't like my thing. Cause they you never like your anything. Coconut oil, whatever that was, to fry which it. Which is delicious. Which is gross. Coconut oil is awesome. It's gross. And... <laughs> Um, but that was another thing. <laughs> yeah. So then driving back, driving towards the Midtown Tunnel to go back to Queens, we you know we had some time to come. We were like, yo, why don't we just pass by, uh, Bottom Line and see the restaurant? Because they they had already sent us their pricing information and it was within our budget, and, um, kind of like on the high end of our our budget, but it was still within it, and we hadn't really seen anything else that we wanted to you know even consider. The only issue with Palma again was like the food that we were, we were iffy about, mm-hmm. and again compare that by the way, um, anybody else that's looking compare like what you know versus just completely rolling the dice to something that you don't know at all if it's good bad or anything you know what I mean at least this we kind of had a frame of reference we loved the place and the food was okay and we were lucky you know at the end we were yeah lucky. but we'll get to the end wait <laughs> um. You got to edit this album. I don't edit. To not ruin it. <laughs> and editing it would be ruining it. But have an idea of what yeah, you Yeah, it like. helps. Yeah. Yeah. But it helps, like, if you've been to a place and you know it, like, don't... What's that? What's that? There's a, a saying in Spanish. Like, in English, is like the devil that you know or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, don't don't... The grass isn't always green on the other side. So if you know something, it's almost perfect. Just fucking go with that. But whatever. We went to the place in person uh, just to check out the room. And we showed up, uh, met the coordinator chick that we've been emailing with. And asked if we could see the room. You know, we showed, you know, we just showed up. We didn't have an appointment or anything like that. She was really cool and hospitable. Uh, we saw the room. And I think we signed the contract right there. We were like, fuck it. Right? Uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, Soila actually liked it. I was willing to take the risk with the food. Well, you know what had me at hello? The flowers. The flowers. <laughs> Yo, guys, if you need any oh, convincing oh with chicks, <laughs> just show them a shitload of flowers. <laughs> that'll help. It was so nice. Like, the flowers in this place. That I think that's what made it. I haven't seen flowers like that, to be honest. Like, that's what made it perfect. Those shits are like Monsanto GMO flowers so or something. Because hu- like, they're the huge. The roses were huge. They're like literally like the size of my leg, the stems. Oh my god! They're like fucking like three or four long. foot stems. <laughs> like what beautiful, is that? Beautiful, everything. Like all the flowers. The flower was like the size of my head. <laughs> I, I've never seen roses that big. And. But everything, like the whole, the whole nine. Yeah. Oh, you know what's a what's a cool little um. 
thing, I guess, um, especially for people that listen to this podcast that are into writing as well. It's called the, they have two private rooms. One of them is called the kitchen and it's uh, like in this old school looking like kitchen type of thing. Um, they have a stove in there. <laughs> yeah, they have a stove, a fridge. Like it looks like a but kitchen. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. And but it's for a smaller party. Yeah, I think there was for like 12 people or or something like that or 15 or less, something like that. And ours was for a max of 22 people. Uh the room and our room is called the library room and it's filled also with uh bookshelves and books, a shitload of different books uh behind glass and like that's part of, like the decor of it and they have like cool art on the on the walls interesting art they had like some freaky looking the one that was scaring jc that face <laughs> and they have some like naked chicks girl. and yeah. <laughs> like weird but interesting like I black guess, and white photography type of stuff <laughs> and it was it was pretty cool everything like wooded out and um it just looks dope and a shitload of flowers everywhere like crazy exotic awesome looking flowers and they put candles everywhere and it looks it was really really nice um then we asked them about like the music mm-hmm. and they told us that they have you know like sonos and pandora and like shit like that and we could leave that up to them or we could bring our own and uh, control freak that i am i decided to make our own playlist which turned out uh good i think um got a few compliments on the playlist actually if anybody wants the official Zoila and Tony wedding uh, CD, I'm selling that for $19.99. It <laughs> just paid for separate shipping and handling for a okay. second copy, absolutely free. Um, but no, it was... It. I made a playlist of, like, I think, like, five hours long, all, like, love songs, like, our songs, and... Um, songs we like. Songs we like, and, like, stuff like that, and just to play, like, in the background. Um, so I just connected my phone oh yeah no dancing to their thing yeah there's no dancing or anything like that um so if you're into that type of uh like wedding party thing to while out which i am then i love dancing but i was okay (laughs) yeah this is not like the place for that this is more like romantic laid back you know intimate type of thing which i missed dancing (laughs) i didn't because i don't like that shit babe but i do all right i'm just saying i don't um well, so then we had that playing in the background. We, uh, the meal. Now let's speak about the meal. It was a four course meal, four course meal, and then we we also brought our own Dominican cake because of course Dominicans always have to have Dominican cake. I have my well, I reservations about that. I'm not. <laughs> you want a white people cake? Up until yeah, quote unquote white people cake. White people cake. Which and is good too. I like white people cake. <laughs> My thing with the Megan cake is that it's like supposed to be like the best shit ever. And it is. literally until the first good Dominican cake that I had was at Julian Hadoy's wedding. Yeah. Then the one for for your father's birthday that we got was decent. And ours was was really good also, I thought. Um but before that it was like I would rather have a different type of fucking cake. Like it wasn't give it a chance. But it's not that, it's that the level of oh my god it's like the literally the best cake on the face of the okay, planet that every dominican if, if says it, is like it's not that it's definitely it's a good cake but it's not like yo the holy grail of cake no but i like white people cake too <laughs> i like vanilla chocolate carrot <laughs> what is the other one i make a bang carrot vanilla. cake vanilla cannoli cake <laughs> cannoli 
Pistachio. Is that okay? Probably. What was the one that we saw? That green one recently? Oh, key lime pie cake. Um, anyway, so we had four courses and then the Dominican cake. And the... So it's family style. That's a... That's a, which it was actually pretty cool. I like the way that that worked out instead of like individual dishes and stuff like that because everybody got to try different things um, based on, you know, what they brought up to the table, which was a menu that we selected um, in advance. Yeah, pre-selected. And, um, you know, the, you have... Uh, we had two waiters... They come, they serve you, and they put the rest of the food on the table, and they replace the food and stuff like that. And so it's, like, intimate. You feel like you're getting attention. Everybody had uh, their own, like, drinks and stuff like that. And for the first course, we had homemade meatballs and eggplant something. It was, like... Eggplant parmesan. Yeah, like that. They called it something else, but it was pretty much eggplant with fucking... Ricotta. Yeah, ricotta and... That's it. And marinara sauce. Marinara sauce on it. So, yeah, like eggplant parmesan type of thing and homemade meatballs. The second one, uh, both of which are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second... My favorite was meatballs. And I like that. And I don't like eggplant and I, I like the eggplant the best. Yeah. Um, it was good, too. Then the second thing, the second course was homemade, which I like this part, homemade pasta homemade fettuccine pasta um in uh what's it called mushroom not fungus (laughs) (laughs) i kept calling it fungus Fungus. um in a mushroom you know homemade fettuccine in mushroom yeah like green (laughs) with mushrooms no with mushrooms and it was like olive oil you know like traditional sauce but the pasta was actually made like homemade which gave it like a distinct like interesting taste to it that was actually my least favorite dish of the night, but for, let me see, my brother, for your sister, and uh, for my best friend, they were, to them, that was, like, their favorite dish, which yeah. was, yeah, it was, uh, which it was, was cool. It was good, but it wasn't my favorite. And, but it was good. It was definitely good. And I like, no, I like the fact that it was, like, homemade. I'm surprised you even ate it, because I had fungus in it. <laughs> fungus. Um... What else? I wanted to try everything, so you won't say, I'm being picky. I wasn't going to say shit. Um, I had to try it. It looked good. <laughs> it yeah, did. it did look really good. Especially in those plates. I love the plates. Like, yeah, they have like Italian plates. They have oh, like yeah. antique <laughs> plates. And like the first set was like an antique plate, and then they took the meatballs away, and they and were like they white. like a mermaid. Yeah, it looked <laughs> like a mermaid, mermaid, like a green type of like artisan type of plate that's a good word for artisan um then what was next then it was the the main course which was uh some like quail looking chicken like these little chickens little little chickens it was really good but it wasn't quails but it was like little chickens i don't know like gallina instead of hence yeah i don't know what it was but it was like these little chickens and um this fish sea it was a, a sea bass and tomato sauce which was really good but it came in like it looked like a <laughs> like a brown paper bag material but it was white it was like, like parchment paper bag. yeah a little tiny oven bag i think it's like parchment paper kind of thing yeah. like that they cook it in that to maintain it the like moist and juicy yeah. um i've seen people cook like that with um aluminum foil 
but not with that like i've never seen it like that and when they bring it to you, they just like plop the bag on your plate. <laughs> you're like, what the? <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck is this? And you like oh, open it, was like, unwrapping what it. Is this? Yeah, so it was like weird but interesting because it's different, you know. And then you open up like the paper bag, like unwrap it kind of, and then like eat the fish that's inside, and it was really good. Um, the chicken was good. The sides were like vegetables and mashed potatoes, which was a good call. Um, that's why I added to the to the menu. Yeah, my picky side. Because they were just gonna give us <laughs> vegetables. Veggies. And of course, ugh, veggies <laughs> by itself, wascala. I needed something. Then Either platano <laughs> yeah. she needed or a, rice. a carb. Um then the the dessert, the fourth course, um, was whack. I thought it was just like a whole bunch of cookies, like different types of cookies. We it, they weren't bad, like I ate, but it wasn't like I thought it was gonna be like, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but whatever. Like cheesecake or something that we had the last time. Yeah. Did we have or that? something like that? Yeah, that. we had cheesecake and tiramisu. tiramisu. Yeah. Um. So it was like assorted cookies and then like a tart, fruit tart, like Which type was of thing. Good because we were gonna have. I didn't want anything, like oh my god, big. Yeah, me neither. Because we were gonna have cake. Yeah. So I guess that that worked out too. Yeah, right. it did. Um, but it just I don't know. It it's just like wasn't a fruit what tart. It, like little tiny fruit tarts mm-hmm. it was good it just wasn't what i was expecting um but yeah it wasn't bad and by then everybody was like mad full everybody anyway, was full and people wanted to leave already people didn't, didn't even take that much yeah. <laughs> um so then we told them that we we're gonna like cut the cake and to bring out the dessert at the same time instead of um initially we told them that we we're gonna have the dessert and chill for for like half hour 45 minutes or something like that um which was a good thing by the way because we had the place for like once you book the place it's like it's not like they have another party behind it like you book it and we had it from like 6 p.m till midnight for you know if you wanted to leave earlier come in later or whatever like that's the, the time we had it for um so then we did the like cake cutting ceremony type of thing and so cried and so cried yeah and Which I'm a crier. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm surprised Sorry, you lasted that Dad. long. Yeah, she hadn't like <laughs> cried. <laughs> she hadn't cried um, the whole day before that. Oh, we didn't even speak about like the city hall shit. All right, so let's just finish up this and then we'll rewind to the city hall part. Um, then we like cut the cake, the Dominican cake, which was the top was a crema de leche, crema de leche and the bottom was the guayaba. Oh, yeah and it was really good it was everyone enjoyed it and that's i just took a picture of on pinterest oh yeah of a design and i told tony to get what was and I, on the picture <laughs> i took that to the bakery and they did it exactly like the picture yeah which wasn't like a crazy design it was like flowers like, on the bottom yeah. and lines on top or some shit it was like yeah, a, but it still looked good. uh una libre media it was a pound and a half cake um so which by the way that's that's like one of the when i said other expenses aside from the yeah because we the restaurant was they the probably cake given us a, a cake no, it was no? The, it was the oh, we dessert. had to pay probably for our white people cake yeah <laughs> i love when you call it inc- that included um yeah that wasn't included what was dope that was included though was like all the decor the candles the flowers the like all that shit that's all included in the price that they gave us um and 
you know, so that's something else that that you're you're that's to your benefit because you don't have to pay like a separate florist and like stuff like that. So, oh, and shout out also because we didn't get a photographer, or videographer, or anything like that. But shout out to my brother and to Raúl that um, both you know uh, took it upon themselves and offered to like take pictures and stuff like that throughout the entire night. And uh, my brother used my camera. Raúl brought his and um we have like over a thousand oh my god we have so great many pictures. quality like dope quality we have so many pictures this is awesome yeah um pictures to go through and like which is you know awesome because you know they give up their time as a guest to take pictures and all that. exactly which so. we didn't want to impose but, but they we offered we're really happy with they offer <laughs> yeah and thank you and um i love taking pictures so i took a bunch of pictures too like once we were there and everything came out great and then you know we're gonna eventually do our own like wedding book or whatever and um and it's gonna it's gonna be great because you could get like really good i've done like picture books before and you could get like really good quality in some companies online and um yep yeah Everything, everything came out great. We, oh, we had bobbleheads made, custom bobbleheads that didn't look anything like us. <laughs> not even a bit. Um, they looked a little bit like us, like no, some people. Not like me. If you if you cl- if you close really? one of your eyes and you like, if you punch one of wince. one of your eyes and close the other, maybe. <laughs> and they kind of look like us. No. Nah. But yours, it was funny. I think yours looked like you because of the goatee. And I think yours so looks like it. you. I look like a black dude though. Am I? <laughs> um, and we were iffy about it because we were gonna get it the same day. Yeah, it was gonna get delivered the same day, and it got here the day before, so we but like lucked out. We wanted it, so yeah, I've always wanted one, but I thought uh, that it was gonna come out, you know, actually looking like us. But it turned out to be like a funny thing that it didn't look like <laughs> us. <laughs> we're like that ain't true. Yeah. And um, we just used it for on our advantage. Yeah. Mm, a good a good souvenir if you want to give a souvenir um to your guests especially if you're doing something small uh we decided to do custom m&ms um which came out really nice and something cool and like unique quote-unquote and you can write you can write like your names on 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 like you get three different colors to choose from on one of the m&ms or one of the the options or whatever you can have a picture which looks exactly like the picture that you put um so it says like you know it's an m&m on one side the other side has the picture so there was a picture of us then some of the m&m said the date uh july 22nd 2016 yeah and then uh some of the other ones said zoila and tony and it came out nice you know it comes like in a nice little a tiny plastic bag with like a ribbon uh, the color you get to choose whatever color you want mm-hmm. of the ribbon and you know it's something for people to take and it's it's fairly inexpensive um, so the color that i chose was light pink light pink yes yay it was cute and that was cool um and the city hall what else yeah that's it with the restaurant right pretty much I like that we were in the second floor because the people on the first floor, they kept on, you know, 
hearing us like coming down the stairs yeah. and going to the bathroom. We would have been annoyed if we were in that part. We would have been annoyed because they're. So, thank God it was in this. Yeah, their kitchen room or party room or whatever is right beneath the library room, and to get to the library room we have to go up the stairs. Mm-hmm. But the stairs, it's like an open staircase that's right in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, it's like a house. It's like yeah, <laughs> a regular house. And fuck, what was I gonna say? Oh, and the day before we had to take all the pictures that's or what whatever you want the decor to be. If you want extra decor, of course they're gonna give you whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to pay for. Yeah, extra uh, stuff like extra flowers. the flowers and all that shit. It was included, but if we wanted like specific, you know, all, only red roses or, or something like that, then we would have to uh, pay separate for that. So we just Which it, the the amount they gave us was perfect. Yeah, hell yeah, it was more than enough. Um, but we did take a few pictures. We blew up like, a couple pictures, and then we had a whole bunch of like four by six uh, pictures that we they pretty much like riddled the entire room with like all around so when people got up to walk around or go to the bathroom or just to socialize and stuff like that they could see like pictures of us everywhere they went so we were like haunting everyone (laughs) and but whatever that's what it is right it's like uh you're getting married it's like about the couple and like stuff like that so it was a nice little touch i think and that's pretty much it with the restaurant. With the restaurant part, and then um, the we got si- lucky with the parking, because also the meters there. Oh yeah, we got mad lucky with parking. Like every time we've gone, we always, we always find parking, parking on the block. <laughs> yeah, right Even this time, in right in front of the place, like there's parking. But the the meters were were until 10 p.m. because we're in fucking New York and they try to fucking sucker us out of our money. <laughs> Uh, beat you over the head every every chance it, the city gets. Um, so the meters run until 10 p.m. But the fucking little meter thing that you put quarters into, or your card or whatever, of course, that gives you the the parking. I don't know ticket. the ticket thing that you have to put on your dashboard. That shit was broken. The one down the block was broken. Um, so wound up driving around and parking on a residential block that was literally block and a half away. And it was no parking until 6 p.m. We got there, I think, like at 6.30-ish, closer to 7. And we got to park for free. And most of us did. Like, two, my brother did park on that block also. And your cousin, mm-hmm. your cousin did also. And um, my friend did also. I don't know on which block. I don't know if it was that one, but uh, Stephen parked around there too. Like, in a free spot. And everybody looked out. So, we didn't have to worry about meters and shit like that, but... If you're lucky. Yeah. And now you have to pay. All in all, it was a great experience. We were very, very happy with it. Yep. Now, the city hall part, which came before, obviously, when we actually got married, uh, that's always a bitch. And you, it's pretty much like getting married at the DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles. You got a number. You walk in, <laughs> grab a ticket, get a number, and then wait for a few hours to... <laughs> to do your business and which i felt so bad for everybody because they had to wait so long why you had to wait long too i know but i feel bad fuck that <laughs> we paid our dues and all you just be prepared you they mean the people that were with hours. us of course 
Oh, I thought you meant like everybody else that had to wait. <laughs> okay. I was no, like, why? Yeah, that's why. No, it's the people that were with us. No, yeah. Everybody had full... Di- I didn't feel bad about that. It sucked, obviously, for everybody, but I didn't feel bad about that because everybody, everybody knew. knew. And we told everybody that they didn't have to go, but if they were willing to, that it was going to be several hours wait. And it was probably like two and a half hours that we were there, right? Three hours. Yeah. And pretty much take a ticket and stand around a very crowded room with other people doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. and just waiting to be called and um it really is like the dmv it looks just like the dmv it you know it's a government agency they have the same decorator i guess babe you're not gonna say how i looked that i looked fabulous you look fabulous so Ella did her her makeup with with the transgender oh, no. asian chick that <laughs> <laughs> had mad tattoos and did makeup for some chick on MTV. And yeah. T Mom. And um she did look beautiful. Even though I'm not a makeup guy, I don't like makeup and shit like that, but it looked very nice. Um But yeah, then we're waiting at the at the DMV. And you pretty much have to wait for them to call your name. We were there again for like two hours, two and a half hours. So when they called her name, we were like, yes! We all stood up like quick. Then when they call your name, you go like to the back to like a smaller waiting area. (laughs) So wait again. And probably wait like another like 10 to 15 minutes. Because yeah, like when you're back there, it's like because you're next type of thing to go into the room. Then you go into this room that's, you know, separate from everyone with the judge that's gonna marry you and then you know your whole family can go in and the that judge is mad cool she was mad cool for she julian always really wedding nice. too yeah and um like she lets you take pictures she took the camera for my brother and she started taking pictures that she l- told the whole family to like line up and um you know everybody to like pose or whatever and she took a picture of everyone she took a picture of like the marriage certificate together with the rings which she took from us and she put into like another like fancy looking box to take pictures and stuff like that and it was really cool she was really nice and uh we got married yay (laughs) and uh and it was official yeah it was official by the law i wasn't nervous at all which, me neither. I don't know why. Me neither. But I wasn't nervous. I was like, let's do this. I thought I was going to get like choked up and start crying or some shit. No, but, but there's like no time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no time. Like I told your pops, that's like a, a factory of marrying people. So you kind of feel I like know. you're just getting like, like churned come out. Come on, come on. Who's spit next? into Who's the next? machine and spat back out. There was no time to cry. I'm sure she was going to be like, uh, stop crying. Get out of here. <laughs> I like when she says, um,. All right, now exit through that door in the back to your future, not your past, or some shit like that. She always uh, says. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Because you don't pay attention to details, babe. Sorry. Um. I didn't hear her. It's not that I pay attention. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. That is our wedding experience. Yay! You have anything else to add, babe? I have fun. I did too. I thought it was nice. It was simple. I thought it was super nice. Love the flowers. Thanks again, again for everybody who everybody who's there went with us and that we invited. Yeah, and everyone else that you know gave us like warm wishes and like stuff like that. We appreciate that as well. Let's mention them. 
Mention who? The people that went. Everybody? Yeah. Why? First name. JC, Manny, Raul, Julie, Arelis. Joseph. Joseph. My dad, Soilo. <laughs> <laughs> um, your dad, Antonio. Meme, your mom. David, Janet, little Emma, which she was hilarious, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> just um, dancing and stuff. Steven, Scarlett. Who else? Danny. 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 Janui. Janui, my friend. Um, Danny's my cousin. And that was it. That was it. Everybody that we invited went. Yeah. That's perfect. Thank you guys for going and for being so patient in the DMV. Yes, we appreciate you very much. <laughs> and for the gifts. Definitely. And um that's pretty much it. So the lovely Zoila has done the wedding podcast, engagement podcast, and will you come back for the divorce podcast? Engagement podcast? We did an engagement podcast. <laughs> you missed the joke. <laughs> and DR, remember when I recorded everything? Uh, sorry. My memory sucks, babe. Deal with it. We're married. No, I have to deal with it. I, I have to deal with it. Anyway, I said, are you going to come back for the divorce podcast? There's not going to be any. <laughs> so get over yourself. All right, that's it. Thank you all. And that's the episode, folks. Let's do some quick house cleaning here so I can let you all go. On Mondays, Monday mornings, you know that feeling that you get when you're at work on a Monday morning? When you have absolutely nothing to look forward to, you feel like shit, it's Monday, everybody hates fucking Mondays. And that is not a feeling that you need to be stuck with, and I'll tell you how you can change it. You can go to sponsorday.com forward slash subscribe, and subscribe to my Midday Monday Boost Letter. And every Monday, not midnight, midday, and every Monday at noon, you will receive a short email from me with a photo of the day, which will illuminate your mind. A video of the day, which will be interesting and informative and or funny to, to watch and listen to, or just a dope video. A podcast of the day, which by the way, I have excellent, excellent taste in podcasts, and I listen to a shit ton of them. Uh, like literally I was counting them the other day I, I'm subscribed to like over 50 podcasts And I listen to each of them um, Not every episode from each of them Although some of them I do listen to every episode But whatever um, So at the very least You're going to have a very large range Of different types of episodes Whether they're they're Like the NPR style episodes Or, or comedy based episodes Or economic and stock-based episodes and just a ton of different things there's something in there for everyone and every week i feature one of the episodes that resonated most with me uh, for for that given week that i want to share with you guys on the midday monday boost letter that's in there as well along with two more things which is a quote of the week to inspire the fuck out of you 
to get through the rest of your Monday and the rest of your week. And a word of the week. Word of the week. Which uh, just uh, helps step up your vocab and mine. And that's pretty much it. So if you're interested in that, a short email that you would receive once a week on Mondays at noon. Subscribe at spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe. The next thing that you can do to help support the podcast is be a part of it. There is a five-question questionnaire on my website uh, geared towards uh, the creative types, writers, uh, podcasters, singers, you know, anybody that does anything creative, feel free to check it out. And if you think you don't do anything creative, still check it out. Check out the the five-question questionnaire and see if it's questions that you can or are willing to answer, uh, regardless of what. Uh, it's... Uh, your responses will be read on a future episode of the podcast and that's how you can help uh, be a part of it and the goal behind that is that you know everybody has different approaches to things different tips and tricks of things that work for them to get them uh, passionate um and um to get them to do what they're passionate about rather and why not share that you know if you're if your insight into something could help spark inspiration in someone else that's something you should definitely share. So check out that five-question questionnaire at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And I'd appreciate it. If you want to help the podcast out financially without it costing you a dime, go to spuntoday.com forward slash affiliate links and click on any of the banners that are there, That any of the affiliate banners that are there, that all they do is take you to the respective site of that particular website. And those affiliates are like Amazon or iTunes. And whenever you do purchases on those websites, go through mine. And just for me driving traffic towards their website, that's what they consider it. Uh, They give us a kickback of whatever your purchase is. And it doesn't increase your purchase price on anything. Uh, It's from the cut of either Amazon or iTunes. You also have a PayPal donation button there. Uh, if you if you want to do that, you have the link to the Spun Today viral store, uh, viral style store, where you can buy T-shirts or coffee mugs and stuff like that. And a link as well to the uh, Spun Today created uh, page. Um, everything in one spot. And created, C-R-A-T-E-D, is a place where you guys can check out the photography that I have on my, on my website for free at um under the photography link however at creative you can actually order prints of that photography whether it be in posters or actual uh, painting canvases or you know just framed in a in a beautiful frame type of thing and what else a couple more things here check out my book make way for you it's available on amazon on kobo on uh, at the ibook store uh, it's uh also available at Smashwords as well. So pretty much anywhere and everywhere you can you can get ebooks. Um, uh, check out the book "Make Way for You." It's uh, tips for getting out of your own way, and there's a paperback version available as well. That's also on Amazon. And also, if you want a free copy of it, reach out to me through my website at sponsor.com/books. Uh, there you can read a synopsis of what that book is actually about. A short video of what it's about and how it came to fruition and a few uh, audio excerpts that are there 
and you can request a copy which I will send you a full copy for free uh, it's going to be a PDF copy and um, just for just for asking for it basically just give me your email address through there again sponsor.com forward slash books and I'll shoot you over a copy or just pay for it you cheap fucks it's only like three bucks or something like that um and what else what else what else review the podcast if you enjoy this month today podcast and want to keep it going please rate and review it it helps the podcast gain exposure uh it's available on itunes on stitcher on uh google play on pocket cast and wherever you listen to podcasts just rate and review it it definitely helps follow me on social media uh on twitter and on instagram at spun today like the facebook fan page facebook.com forward slash spun today subscribe to my youtube page where i put up all these podcasts as well as other uh excerpts from books and stuff like that you can check this out as well on uh check out the spun today podcast.tumblr.com check out that page and also another one more way to support the podcast financially would be through patreon we're at www.patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash spun today uh patreon is a a site where you can pretty much donate to specific shows and you could donate like a dollar a month or something like that it, uh like a reoccurring type of thing uh if you choose and that would be greatly appreciated as well and that's all I got for you folks. That's it. Thanks for checking out episode 52 of the Spun Today podcast. Again, I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. And as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.